changing your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark with your Chicken Soup for the Soul. And today we're talking about how you turn a cat hater into a cat lover with two stories from Chicken Soup for the Soul, Life Lessons from the Cat. Now, we created this book because we learned so much from our cats because they really do show us how to be better humans and they teach us about fortitude and loyalty and resilience. And sometimes they can even turn a dog person into a cat person. So being a dog person and a book person, I loved our first story by Susan Trujella about how she got a cat from the shelter for her 80-year-old father who loved Shakespeare and most decidedly did not love cats. The family had always had cats while Susan was growing up, but her father had always ignored them, saying he was a dog person. But now Susan thought her father needed a pet because he had recently become a widower, and she knew that taking care of a dog would be too much for him. Since her father loved Shakespeare, Susan decided to name the cat that she got at the shelter Shakespeare, just to get things started right. But her father resisted when she showed up with the cat. Susan explained that poor Shakespeare had been stuck in a cage at the shelter, so could her father just try him out for a few weeks? She said she would stop by every day to help take care of the cat. Despite his complaining, her father started talking to the cat right away. What's in a name, he muttered, looking into Shakespeare's curious eyes. That which we call a rose, by any other word, would smell as sweet. Susan wondered if her father was going to quote from Shakespeare all day long to the cat. When Susan arrived the next day, her father was already moving books off his window ledge so the cat would have a place to sit and look outside. It's all yours, he said to Shakespeare. A cat should have a place to admire nature. And then he continued, all the world's a stage and all the men and women merely players. They have their exits and their entrances, and one man in his time plays many parts. My current part appears to be humoring my daughter as a cat sitter. He sat in his recliner and he said, come hither, young Shakespeare, patting his lap. And then he started reading Macbeth to the cat. Well, 10 years passed, and Susan's father grew frail. He began reading less and watching TV more. He slept more. They had a nurse visit him twice a week, and a helper came in three days a week. But he remained happy and content in his little apartment with his cat. And he did ask what would happen to the cat when he was no longer there. Susan assured him that Shakespeare would go live with her and her husband. And her dad said to the cat, There will come a time, my friend, that you will chase a real bird and you will climb a tree, and you will feel the wind in your whiskers. So as he was approaching the end of his time, he started reading Shakespeare's sonnets to the cat. Like as the waves make towards the pebbled shore, so do our minutes hasten to their end, each changing place with that which goes before. He stroked the cat's head. You've been a good cat. To me, fair friend, you can never be old. Not long after that, he passed away, and Susan found comfort in taking that cat, Shakespeare, who came to live with her and her husband and their dog and their two other cats. And as her father had promised the cat, he got to play outdoors, climb trees, and feel the wind in his whiskers. 
So Susan's dad loved that cat who kept him company during his 10 years as a widower. And Jean Ferratier tells us that the same thing happened to her. But in her case, she was left alone after a divorce. She considered herself a dog person and had never wanted a cat. But her husband, Lou, had begged for one. And she had finally given in so that their kids would grow up with a pet. Lou took care of the cat as promised, and Jean didn't have to interact very much with Tabby. Tabby really was Lou's cat, and she even slept on his chest every night. Now, about two years later, Jean's mother moved in with them, and she was also a dog person and didn't pay much attention to Tabby. But then one day, Lou announced that he was leaving, and the place he was moving to did not allow pets. So now Jean was stuck with Lou's cat. As it turned out, Tabby was so lonely after Lou moved out that Jean's heart just broke for her. And Jean became Tabby's person after all. And when the kids went off to college and Jean's mother got Alzheimer's, Jean found that the cat became a very important source of comfort and companionship for her. And then when Jean went off to work each day, Tabby befriended Jean's mother, the one with Alzheimer's. So now two dog people had become cat people. And then things got worse. Jean's mother with dementia was now diagnosed with lung cancer. And then Jean had a heart attack. The cat became even more important to her. Jean says that Tabby was our faithful, loving presence. And then more happened. Jean's mother died on Christmas Eve. And then it was just Jean and Tabby. When Tabby died at a ripe old age, Jean was absolutely devastated. She says, My attitude toward the cat had changed so much since her arrival so long ago. Back then, I could not anticipate that Tabby would become such a welcome and constant friend. Her behavior was like a loyal dog. She would follow me into every room. She sat at my feet when I worked on the computer or watched TV. I was glad to know she would be waiting for me at the end of the day. Jean had survived so many things while Tabby was in her life. But somehow, losing Tabby seemed like the worst thing of all. And that's why she was so grateful when she received a condolence card from her friend who understood that Jean had lost a true member of her family. Now, we started Jean's story with a quote from Alexis Hope, who says this, If purring could be encapsulated, it'd be the most powerful antidepressant on the pharmaceutical market. I'm Amy Newmark, and you've been listening to the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast. If you want to learn more about our new books and everything else at Chicken Soup for the Soul, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and go to chickensoup.com and click on the podcast button to learn more about Chicken Soup for the Soul Life Lessons from the Cat, which you will find at Walmart, Target, Barnes & Noble, Amazon, and wherever else you like to buy your books. We're donating royalties from the book to American Humane, which does wonderful work on behalf of cats in shelters and also on behalf of cats when they need to be rescued during natural disasters such as hurricanes and wildfires. This was the last episode of the podcast dedicated to this new collection of cat stories. So if you want to hear the past episodes, subscribe to the podcast wherever you like to get your podcasts, and then you can scroll back and listen to the stories that you missed. And come back for our next episode to hear a couple of stories from our latest book, Chicken Soup for the Soul, Think Positive, Live Happy. 
we're going to show you how to use the power of gratitude to transform your world. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. -ba -ba.